Hello all, welcome to the Literacy Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 123, and today we'll be talking about Kiki's Pizza Delivery Service. I'm GC13. And I'm Sophia. Hmm. I felt like we've already talked about this episode. Have we already talked about this episode before? Uh, we've talked about this episode a bit in the recap of the week in which it aired, but we haven't dedicated a whole episode to it. Oh, yeah, because now we're going over in depth the episodes that were in the Stephen Nuke, because we had no hope of ever covering them all in a day. Yeah, well, I mean, we could have. That just would have been awful. That would have been awful. Uh, but So just to, just to keep the streak alive, I have to mention, I'm just going to get it out there, the Stevens, I don't know, Kiki, I think you do, makes me think of Hunter every time. Oh, the, the intonation? Yeah, that does sound a lot like Hunter. I mean, that, that that's how Hunter would have done it. Yeah, Hunter will always remind me of Greg, though. The way he kind of, um... <laughs> the way his, like, voice is always kind of cracking. I don't know. Yeah, Hunter Hunter is our resident Greg expert. <laughs> I do love this episode for giving us the two forks. It's fancy. Yeah, Stephen um, preparing his little meal for... The pizza, it feels a lot like me because I always feel so proud of myself if I have like a main dish, a drink, and a snack, and it's all prepared and I actually eat it on a table instead of me just like disgustingly eating whatever I feel like eating whenever I feel like eating. You know, those are the the pros and cons of living alone, or at least not having anyone else to eat with, because there's no one to judge you. And Stephen has his crying breakfast friends orange juice. Huh. It was, it was brand, brand crying breakfast room. Yeah, it said CBF on it, and it had a crying orange or sad looking orange at the very least on the front of the front of the carton. When will they release Steven Universe themed consumable items? Because I want my. I'm still waiting for my cookie cats. Yeah, I want my cookie cat ice cream sandwiches. I want my chaps. I want uh my bagel dog. My pizza with cream cheese in it. My fries with ketchup in them. What's other stuff? Other foods they've had in the show. Well, the the chaps would just be impossible to release in our world. There's there's no way they could fit that many chaps in a single real world bag. <laughs> so alas, that will have to stay a dream. Hmm. What was it? The lion liquors. That as well. Because I always loved yeah, those. Like those are gross. I always loved the really ugly looking, like, abomination ice creams, like the ones that tried to look like Sonic or Spider-Man or something, with, like, the gumballs for eyes, and they were always so, like, creepy. I remember, um, when I was little and the ice cream man came over, I got one of those for Spongebob, and I had some of it and it tasted bad, so I, like, threw it in the grass, and the next day it had melted, but the, um, the eyes were still there and it had stained onto the grass, so it was just this horrifying image of a melted, distorted Spongebob in his ever-seeing eyes. I love those ice creams. Oh, Sophia. Why? Why what? Getting my Mrs. Puff on. Oh, wasting the ice cream? I'm just the whole horrifying scene. <laughs> so I will say this, mad respect to Kiki for the arm strength to run around with those pizzas up like that all over town. My concern was how were the pizzas staying warm? Like, pizza delivery men, they always have, you know, a couple pizzas shoved into this, like, pizza incubator. Insulated pack. Yes. And it's, you know, this big thing. It can hold two, maybe three pizzas tops. 
or some um, pasta dishes if you're ordering from Domino's or something. She she's just running that quickly. That's that's how they're doing it. No one's that fast, you see. And the wind resistance, it would like go through the pizza boxes and and cool them down. Like I don't want any cold pizza. Like the best pizza is the pizza that's still hot from the oven. Are you are you saying that Kofi does not know how to run a pizzeria? I'll have you know that they won the best pizza in town award one time. The only pizza in town. Just like well, they won the award Je- once. So there, Kiki and Jenny only so have one twin sister. There's only one pizzeria. So saying they're the best means nothing. They're also the worst at the same time. All I'm saying is that either those pizza boxes have super advanced insulating technology or people are getting their pizzas cold. Well, it is an alternate reality. Maybe people enjoy cold pizza there. Okay, everyone enjoys cold pizza. It's just, it's still pizza. But what's the saying? Like, even if it's bad pizza, it's still pizza. Still good pizza, something like that. Yeah. Everyone enjoys cold pizza, but no one enjoys it more. But it's still crispy from the oven. The cheese is all stretchy and melty. Mm. I love that scene after too, where Stephen had eaten all the pizza and he was just passed out on the couch in the but passed out on the couch in a pizza coma. I like scenes like that. Like they did the same thing in Watermelon Stephen, where they cut from. Him, uh, you know, you know, ah, laughing and then with the uh, watermelon juice on his face. Oh, God. See, that that's different. I could never have slept with, like, the sticky watermelon juice on my body. Like, that would have been gross. Oh, yeah. That's that's awful. Mm-hmm. Steven is hardcore. But pizza comas. I can identify with pizza comas. I've had many sleepovers where someone ordered a pizza that no one else liked, but I did. So... I eat way too much. Or someone orders like a side of cheese sticks and everyone forgets about it and I just indulge way too much. Get your nom on. Oh god. I, I, I did enjoy Stephen's dream. I, I thought it was a little weird, you know, him making his initials in the sky. I almost feel like they made that specifically thinking, hey, they could totally pull this out and use it in the commercial. Let's do it. But I love him flying off. Yeah, dream, Stephen! <laughs> Yeah, I, I liked I liked the humor in this episode. Like there were a couple like really good sincere jokes and there were also the puns that were so bad that that was kind of the point and they were good. Oh, they were cheddar than nothing. See, you see it's not funny when you say it. It's got it's funny in the show. Well, that's because I haven't been voice coached by Hunter. Voice coached by Hunter doesn't do puns. Does he? Yeah. I'm sure he would if challenged. Hmm. Interesting. This whole episode made me crave pizza a lot. Uh, this had this had nothing on the fried mozzarella sticks from Restaurant Wars. I already know how great pizza is. You don't need to tell me that. I love some good breadsticks. Like I like them plain. I like them with seasonings. I like them with cheese. I just I love breadsticks. Truly. Mm, but this um. This episode, I think, was one of the first instances where we really saw Steven in his, like, true dream. What's what's the word for being able to, like, go into people's dreams? Is there There's, like, a fancy word for it. It's not telepathy, but it's something like it. Oh, yeah, let's not worry about fancy power names. He really, he does it consistently for, like, several days. 
Yeah, and he seems to be able to do it. I think, like, he can definitely concentrate on it. And I think this is when the theories first started up of how this would be how Steven would heal the corrupted gems. Yeah. Because their heal, their damage is not only on the outside, but on the inside. It's psychological. And here we just saw Steven um, solving Kiki's psychological problems. So I think this episode was definitely a setup so that Steven could begin healing the corrupted gems. Because the second we saw Centipedal for the first time, we all thought Steven was going to heal her. Like, we all thought... He said he was going to heal her. I mean, us thinking nothing. Yeah, I know. It was interesting how Monster Reunion, he didn't. Like, Monster Reunion was after this episode, right? Oh, yeah, way after. Well, not not like super way. Well, it was after, so that's what's important. So, you know, after this episode, you think yeah. Steven might have put the two and two together because um, Garnet had explicitly said that their damage is also on the inside, not just on the outside. So, I, I've got to be honest, I'm, I'm, I say this every time, but I'm still surprised that this late in the series... They still haven't done anything with the Corrupted Gems. Hmm. I think this is just a hunch, but this is kind of like what I'm seeing is we're not going to get any true Corrupted Gems development until we get more detail about what the Diamonds did to those gems and why and how it worked. Hmm. But I don't think that's going to be too dream related. No, I think, um, hmm. I don't know. I think now that Steven has more knowledge about the the diamond's plan for earth and how he, he might get more knowledge in the future like i'm thinking the um the bomb where they where he saw the the diamond's plan isn't going to be the first of it like we're going to see more about the war and about how that um corrupting nuke worked uh, i hope so what else what else i think it's really unfair that um kiki doesn't have a car well, I mean, she doesn't have the car because Jenny broke it. No, no. Jenny delivers the pizzas, and Jenny has the privilege of a car. But Jenny also has a car that she uses in her spare time, like in her free time, personal car. Jenny does not. When have we seen her in a personal car? It's in that car. It's a, She can use the the pizza car. Yeah, she uses it as a personal car, but it's not hers. It's the pizza car. Yeah, but it's essentially hers. Like, she's the only one who uses it. Kiki's kind of a doormat, though. They We see that point made very clearly in this episode, that she, she, she wants to be the favorite twin. She's the nice one. I don't think she's so much of a doormat. I think she just can't ask for what she wants. That makes her a doormat. Well, Jenny said the same thing. You know, she's my favorite sister. I can't say no. So I think they both have the similar... Mm. As soon as she actually gets some backbone and decides to ask for what she needs, she gets it. That's the that's the whole point of the episode. And I do I do like how they they really hammer the moral home without ever coming across as preachy. That's as that's something that you you know back when cartoons had to have morals that they were really bad about. Yeah, they were always really cheesy. The only exception was like SpongeBob, where you know the moral was always what you wouldn't expect or something like that. <laughs> but the moral in this episode, I like it. I like how it wasn't like. Sometimes you have to be selfish. Well, it wasn't hammered in. It was just essentially like, don't destroy yourself for the benefit of others. You can do nice things for others, but don't let it, like, harm you, I guess. Like, have value in yourself. And I absolutely, absolutely do love, though, the voice acting on Cheese Jenny. (laughs) I gotta go to a pizza rave in the pizza cave. 
That was great. I remember really liking that. Yeah. The Kiki, I need to ask you something. Kind of getting a little bit of Lumpy Space Princess from Adventure Time in there. Pretty sure I commented on that when we did the overview. Do they have the same voice actress? I doubt it. I doubt it. Uh, I like how Steven tries to do the, sorry for using the same pun twice, that callback to Lion 2 the movie, but he does it wrong. What? Uh, he, you know how she has to correct him, that's not a pun? When Kiki said it back in Lion 2 the movie, she had used the same pun twice, but when Steven did it, it, it wasn't a pun. See, I don't really know the definition of a pun. For me, it's just like a one-liner joke. A pun is a play on words. Like when Steven says, hey, let's cut the cheese, he is literally cutting cheese, so it's not a pun. I'm just remembering um, Kiki's nickname from Garnet is Pizza Daughter, and that's still funny to me. Because <laughs> that could be both, um, to Garnet, the girl who does pizza, or like the girl who is the, the daughter of the man who who runs the pizza, or the girl who works with pizza, because that's their last name and their profession, which I always find really weird. I did love, though, Stephen's reaction to being brought the pizza when he thought it was morning. Kind kind of reminds me of how he got about the pizza rain, but no pizza clouds in uh, Joyride. That's interesting. Like, Stephen was just saying that to be weird, but then, not Doug, Dave, the Dewey kid. <laughs> Buck. Buck. There we go. Buck was, like, actually making it a reference. I think it was to, like, Purple Rain or something from Prince. Yeah, he made the reference to Purple Rain, but I don't think he was literally making it Pizza Rain. I, th I think he saw the opportunity to make the reference right then and there when Steven asked about Pizza Rain. Yeah, a lot of a lot of references are kind of in the moment. But then Steven... Stephen Stephen falls asleep right there at the door of fish stew pizza. I can identify with that. I'm constantly a very tired person. It does not matter how much sleep I get. It could be three hours or 11 hours. I am always tired and I can fall asleep anywhere at any time. Hmm. Should never drive a motor vehicle. Well, like when I'm driving, I'm more awake. Like, I've never found myself in a situation where I'm driving and I'm really tired and, like, I can't make someone else drive or pull over or something. I'm not, like, five minutes from home. But I'm just, I'm just a very tired person. I slept in all of my classes in senior year. But yeah, the ending, the ending of this episode was great. You have Kiki going out for a run and, I mean, Jenny may not understand why somebody wouldn't want to, quote unquote, do something useful while she's just running anyway, but I mean, like, can you imagine if somebody said, oh, if you're just going to be looking at a computer screen all day, you might as well punch these invoices in for me. Yeah, yeah, like, the, the difference between, you know, doing something for fun and doing it for work is very different. Like, if you're drawing something because you want to draw versus when someone is making you draw, you have to draw it for, like, a commission or a project or something. It's a lot more exhausting when you have to do it, but not so much when you want to. Yep, exactly. I like the imagery of Kiki running. It reminded me a lot of um when Stevani ran in uh, Alone Together. Like the hmm. kind of the sparkles and the... Like, it definitely it definitely looked very similar. Kiki finally got some me time. Which, you know, I hate running, so I can never understand. But I know people who like running, so I guess. I wonder if we'll ever see Kiki wearing her shirt from that metal concert. What was the shirt? 
I don't know. We never got to see it. Shani just promised that she'd get her one or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Maybe Andy from Gem Harvest will get a shirt from when he went to see Totem Pole live. Mm. That would be a great reference to Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Because uh, Carl, you know, voiced by the same guy who voiced Andy, uh, was apparently a big fan of a band called Totem Pole. Mm. Just a fun little... Fun little nod they could do. Well, that sounds like that's everything for us on Kiki's Pizza Delivery Service. Uh, make sure to tune in next week. Until then, I'm GC13. I'm Sophia. Leave us a review on iTunes. Later, kiddos. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.